0: Good evening everyone. The title of this talk comes from a Zen koan and the title is A Clearly Enlightened Person Falls Down a Well. That's not what you thought enlightened people do, was it? Mm -hmm. This is a really good koan. It's one of my favorite koans. And what's... Koans always cut through our expectations, preconceptions, idealizations of the way life is until it's all just cut away and then we experience life as it is. That's the that's the direction of the teaching. So this koan is just another device to cut through that idealization. But when we come to something like um, dharma practice, um, we often come with certain aspirations and they can be unexamined aspirations. And we have this so-called thing called enlightened or the enlightened person, and we would like to become like that. Mm -hmm. There's there's some transformation that we're all looking for. But what actually is the nature of that transformation? If our idea of what an enlightened person is or the way we think we are now, or how we're going to evolve through practice, is some kind of perfection, Um, well, that's just another delusion, just another idealism that we've projected onto life. And, you know, when we think of someone like the Buddha, for instance, we probably have this image of someone who walked around in a dignified way everywhere he went and he was kind of in control of his life and he was always serene and that um, nothing, nothing, nothing undignified ever happened to him at all. Well, that's just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because the kind of freedom that we get from Zen practice is not that we're outside of the world of suffering, where mistakes happen, but when we make a mistake, right? when something untoward happens, how do we deal with it? What do we do? Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, it's when we make mistakes, like fall down a well, that's just a metaphor for a whole range of mistakes we could think about, or when some Something comes out of left field that disturbs us—some bad news or some bad behaviour from another person. Right? It's what do we do when that happens? What does an enlightened person do? They just sit there, serene, mm-hmm. untouched by it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to really engage with life and be fully, fully involved with your life and one with your life. And it's going to include making mistakes or mistakes happening to you. Mm -hmm. One of the great um, sayings my teacher had, which got quoted quite a lot, and it's a really good one, is there's one thing that you can depend on in life, and that is life being just exactly as it is. Mm -hmm. So when an enlightened person falls down the well... Is that really a mistake or is it just life as it is, it's just what life is presenting? Mm-hmm. This is the great the great challenge. Um, we could all probably think of um, instances where in an undignified way we've slipped over something or tripped over or fallen down a step. Mm-hmm or said the wrong thing, said something which is a faux pas mm-hmm. and it's an embarrassing moment. So what what do we do when that occurs? If we're really one with our experience, then, then we just embrace the mistake. And if there's embarrassment that comes with it, we just embrace the embarrassment. Or bad news comes, we just embrace the pain and the anguish that comes with it. Mm-hmm. To have some idea that you're going to reach some place of serenity, where nothing's ever going to ruffle you anymore, um, is really not really to, to, to uh, fully understand the aspiration of Zen practice. This is a great koan to, um, like in, in any koan, it requires a response in the, in the daisan room. But it's a great koan, like all koans, to take into our everyday life. Mm -hmm. When is the next untoward, unpredictable thing going to happen in our lives? Then practice is about recognising that everything comes under the law of impermanence and everything is insecure. And there's freedom in embracing that. There's not freedom in trying to transcend it. To finish off with, there's another well-known Zen story, which is about a teacher who was called Bird's Nest Roshi. And he was called Bird's Nest Roshi because he lived in a tree, up in a tree. And one day he had a, um, a very famous person came behind, below him to ask him a question. And this man was a um, dedicated Zen practitioner and he was also a politician and very much involved in public life. And and he looked up at Bird's Nest Roshi up in the tree and he said, you look very insecure up there. And Bird's Nest Roshi looked down at him on the ground and said, you look very insecure down there. (laughs) Especially in the world of politics and then the conversation went on can you give me the, the man on the ground to Bird's Nest Roshi can you give me a word of Zen and Bird's Nest Roshi said always do good, never do evil thus all the Buddhas taught and the man down below said well a three year old child could say that and Bird's Nest Roshi said well, a three year old child may say it, but even a 90 year old man cannot put it into practice. We're always coming back to simplicity. Always coming back to recognise that we're always on insecure ground and embracing that fact. The one thing that we can truly depend on is life will be exactly as it is.